the numbers are in, and we have a winner. It's you! You won more Word Plague. Congrats. Hello, people of Word Plague. Welcome to the show about redeeming words in the eyes of the Earth and its people. For those of you new to the show, Word Plague is about words and their habits. Word Plague has to do with giving words personality. We also do fun games and interesting segments about my favorite subject, words. The previous writers decided they didn't want to do this anymore, so they sort of let me handle it now. So we here on Word Plague want to introduce two new segments to the show. What a special surprise for you. I'll start with some information on the word of the day. The word of the day is price, spelled P-R-I-C-E. The definition for price is the amount of money given or set as consideration for the sale of a specified thing. Another definition, the quantity of one thing that is exchanged or demanded in barter or sale for another. Also, the terms for the sake of which something is done or undertaken. There are a few more, but really, it's all about money. Bulls, bulls, bulls! Oh look, it's the friendly neighborhood bee, Neil Armstrong. How's it going, Neil? Bulls, 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 bulls. Yes, that is right. I haven't given up on this show yet. In fact, my hands are metaphorically and at times literally tied to it. That is correct, the mundo. We are starting a new segment of the show called Word Connoisseur, where we select the finer parts of conjugation when it comes to words. Here, we want to really get down to the roots of words and their root words. Then, after that, we can distinguish the words by their significant flavors. Alright, cut the music. The word price began life without its silent E. It rose to prominence as early as the 1200s. It means non-monetary value, worth, praise. But later it will mean recompense, prize, reward, and some or amount of money which a seller asks or obtains for goods in market. From the old French, prix, which means price, value, wages, reward, and honor, fame, praise, or prize. It will later grow into modern French for the word uh, prix with an X. In the early 1400s, the words praise, price, and prize went their separate ways in the Old French, with praise emerging in Middle English, and prize now with the common Z spelling showing up by the late 1500s. 
Having done away with any of that old French and Middle English, Price went back to its original Latin roots. I, Price, am saddened to the party, my honest and good, loyal friends, Price and Price. True, all will be missed. I shall add no gratitude nor gain reward until we three meet again. Later, Price will gain new meaning in 1766, the definition being to set or put a price on someone, otherwise known as offering a reward for capture. I say, how much can I get for a scalp? Well, that is a work in progress if I ever heard one. I'm going to give the microphone over to third person reporter for the latest on the word of the day, price. Third person reporter here with the latest. I am currently en route to meet with Price, a notorious bounty hunter. Price began hunting the most dangerous game at the age of six. Price spent years going through different types of bounties, using various methods, and working for many governments and institutions. Always a professional, Price didn't bat an eye when time came to capture his former friend's prize and praise. What was that? Thank you. Now, before we get to our interview, Neil, do you have anything to say? Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Very good. Now, how about we switch it over? Buzz, buzz. Zuz, 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 zuz. Oh, I'm sure that he's alright. No one goes missing here. Buzz, buzz. What do you mean I should screen my guest? They're just words. Words don't commit crimes. Blah, 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 blah. We had an actual criminal on this show. I thought he was just playing a part. We had three? Blah, blah. No, no, Xerox clearly was in the wrong. <clears throat> but I never agreed to let him back on this show. He paid his parking ticket, though. Buzz, 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 buzz. Oh, so it's my fault we're being hunted. Buzz. <laughs> Maybe I'm the problem. Hang on. <clears throat> Let me do something real quick. <clears throat> By the power of radio. should make me less impulsive. Balls, balls? 
Neil, what I've done is I've learned how to interact with the manifestation of my mortal coil through my DNA and stuff. And now because of that, I shed my negative personality. I will call him Evil Matt and give him his own show, so that way I can keep tabs on him. Balls, 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 balls. Wonderful. I'm excited to see what he'll do. Anyways, let's move on to Yui Apopea and see what the Vowel Hunter has in store for our listeners. Hi, you here with some knowledge for you. Have you ever wanted to bask in the excellence of an absolute triumph of nature? Then step no further than underneath the height of a sequoia tree. Named after the Native American polymath who invented the Cherokee writing system, sequoias, like any tree that has its roots tied to an ancient heritage, can be as old as 3,000 years. What I'm here for, though, are those vowels. We'll start off easy. The SE sound produces that familiar say noise, like the word say or said. That Q, though, goes exclusively with the U. So don't forget that. It's a simple K sound. Then comes the OI 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 sound, which, which is just those O and I letters. The A stands alone, using its signature AH sound. Go ahead and say Q-U-O-I together and get that coo sound out of the Q. Koi, koi, koi. Say sequoia. Now, if you think that's a beautiful word, then look at its subfamily name, sequoidae, which has those D-E sounds for de and A-E sound for A. Together, it sounds like music. De, de. And look no further than the top of the family tree of trees, Cupressese, that soft C-U-C sound at the beginning, and the musical E sound, which I think sounds better with a C, C and the long S sound, two S's, C together, C-C-E. Now say, Cupressese. Well, back to you, Matt. Thanks, Yui. If you listeners at home would like to make a suggestion or two about words we can use for the show, or maybe you have a language you're interested in hearing about, then feel free to contact me. Hello, third-person reporter. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. I can hear you. I seem to be... You were captured, is that right? Yes, uh... Caught in the snare trap. I seem to be hanging upside down over a pit of some kind. There appears to be spikes at the bottom. Oh, that's bad. I have no idea where my captor is or who they were. But I will hazard a guess that it was Price, the bounty hunter I was supposed to interview. Oh, that's good. I don't think I can get out of this trap without falling down onto the bed of spikes. Oh, that's bad. Perhaps if I swing from side to side, then 
I can grab a tree branch over there. Oh, that's good. But what if the tree branch breaks? That's bad? No, that's good. That's good? That is good, because I can use the branch, assuming that it holds and doesn't break. I can use it to catch myself before I fall. That's my only hope. Well, that does sound quite adventurous. I admire your quick thinking. Thanks for your help, Matt. I hope I make it out of this one alive. Back to you. Thank you. Now that we have a chance, we'll finally have our interview with the word of the day, Notorious Bounty Hunter Price. Thank you, sir. Pleasure. Now, my first question is how do you manage to get into this building? I had this place on lockdown as soon as Neil told me about you. It was quite simple, really. After capturing your bee friend, I found the key on his person. His bee person. His bee ness. His bee son. His pocket. I found his pocket. Neil has pockets? Right. Well, not cough mickle banter. <coughs> now say goodbye. Well, that's our show. I would like to thank you. Oh, look, best on you. Wake up. Wake up. Third person reporter here. Are you two alright? No. I was knocked out and now I'm tied up. But thank you for asking. Right. So, what's the bounty on all three of you? Me? Nothing. I've already been captured. Buzz, buzz, buzz. That's right. And Neil is endangered, so there is no legal bounty on him. And I'm just a reporter. Hmm. Should have checked that then. Saw your email for an interview and thought it'd be an easy chance for a quick bounty or two. Never even bothered to look if any of you were ever wanted. Quite impulsive of me. Buzz, 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 buzz. You said it, Neil. Was all of this a lesson about impulsive decision-making that came full circle, or just a coincidence? You decide. This was clearly just coincidental. And what's irony, then? Neil's right. Cut us down safely, and I can tell you. Hmm. All right. <laughs> well, ow. So the spike trap, it seems, was just an optical illusion, after all. How do you manage that? And use paint. Well, irony is the expression of one's meaning by using language that normally signifies the opposite. It was nice to meet you, by the way. A pleasure, I'm sure. Anyways, that's our show. I hope you folks at home enjoyed this episode, and be on the lookout for the other two shows, whatever they're called. 
I'd like to thank you, the listeners at home, for enjoying this show. I hope you enjoyed the other shows as well, even though I won't be the host of either of them. So until next time, I'm still your host, Matt Dictionary Dangles, reminding you... Buzz, buzz, buzz. Oh yeah, I forgot. Okay, uh, Yui, drop the package. Ah, good. Alright, uh, thanks, Yui. The next word of the day will be translate. So until next time, I'm still your host, Matt Dictionary Dangles, reminding everyone that the joke always looks best on you. We'll see you next time.